Hello, and welcome to Change From Within. I'm your host, Mary Clavier. This podcast is here to help you uncover your unique path to living your most aligned life. So let's jump right in. Today, I wanted to talk about mom guilt, because it's something that, well, you have probably faced. I know I have faced. A lot of us have faced in our lives being a parent because oh there's just there's just so much that goes into it between the judgment and the shaming and embarrassment that other people might bring on to you right have you ever been corrected in public for your parenting uh i'm i'm going to guess yes because it happens to most of us and then added on top of that our own internal expectations and guilt and feelings of what it means to be a good parent, right? So all of this rolled up into a big ball creates a huge weight on us and really impacts so many things, not only our parenting, but also our own mental health and how we face each day. So I wanted to chat a little bit about it and hopefully help you to find ways that you can combat mom guilt in your life. And I personally don't think it ever really goes away. You may think differently or you may have a hope that it does. I don't necessarily think that we can completely get rid of it, but I do believe that there's a lot of things we can do to make it have less of an impact on our day-to-day life. That happens when we change our relationship with it, when we change our mindset around it, and how we approach it and tackle it in our day-to-day. So I did look up a definition because I thought it would be interesting to hear an official definition of what mom guilt means since there's so much online about it. I want to share that with you first. So from the Cleveland Clinic, they say that mom guilt is a name given to the feelings of guilt and shame some people feel when they don't live up to their own or others' expectations in their role as a parent. It's like an internal dialogue that tells you you're failing as a caregiver. It's also interesting that it says parent or caregiver, but the term is mom guilt because no one walks around saying dad guilt, right? So interesting. (laughs) Okay, that's probably for another day. But what I wanted to reflect on here is that There are so many ways that we can feel mom guilt. So you may have it when you're out and about and someone comments on your parenting style or comments on what they're observing as you as a parent or this or that, right? Whether it's in a restaurant or on public transportation or anything else. And then there's also those internal things that we say to ourselves about how we act or how we live up to being a parent or don't live up to it, really, because the expectations are usually extremely high. So if you think about those, I'm curious for you to first reflect on, have you felt mom guilt before? I'm guessing with a 99.9% chance that you have in some way, shape, or form, whether it's from external people or from your own internal compass. So really first reflecting on what are the different ways For me personally, it's always been much more obvious working through mom guilt when it's from an external source, 
right? So if someone comments on something about my parenting style or yeah, really on, on anything around it, I could feel I could feel bad because of what they're saying to me. That's a very clear one. The one that's sneakier, in my opinion, is anything around the guilt that I feel internally, right? Because they're my own expectations. And then I think, well, where did I get those expectations from? And some things are so ingrained so deeply that you can't even really recognize clearly where they come from. And it's just part of life and just part of how things are. And it could come from even simple things of comparing from your own childhood or if your parents say, well, we didn't do that when we were kids, you know, those kinds of things that it just goes on and on, right? There's so many situations where it might where it might come from and not necessarily in that moment that you're recognizing it that way, but then you internalize it as a as a ladder or as a barometer for how you're doing and how you're measuring yourself. So that's the sneakier of the two in my opinion, but they both they are both challenging in their own ways, right? So if someone approaches you and says something about how you're parenting or I don't know, your kid has a tantrum in a restaurant and how you're handling it or you didn't take them outside fast enough, or you didn't take them outside at all, whatever the case may be, there's a time and a place where you could probably have some responses for that to the other person, depending on your on your personality and how you want to handle it. But this is really around also paying attention to how you feel when that happens. Do you feel bad right away? Do you Do you kind of get quiet? Do you get angry and want to lash out? Do you get upset and do you cry? There are so many different responses that we could have. So first, recognizing what kind of response you usually have and then figuring out what you want to do in those next steps. You recognize your feelings and then how do you replace? And it it's not, I hesitate with the word replace because in that case, it's not necessarily replaced unless you don't feel good after you respond in the way you respond, right? And then you could think about and discover more of, okay, well, what would feel better for me to respond instead? Sometimes for me, I don't say anything in the moment or I apologize for something. And then later I think, oh, I could have said this or I should have said that, you know, and I think of all of these other things to say, but I freeze in the moment. And it's not necessarily a bad thing either because I personally don't want to spend more of my energy fighting with people or telling them off, right? I want to be able to move on from things. So, and that's, again, that's not necessarily tied to mom guilt, but it can be if if you're approached in some way. But the other piece that I wanted to really dig into deeper is the sneakier one, which is when you're having your own expectations on yourself and first even recognizing when that happens right? There's a lot of times on social media, for example, you could be comparing yourself to someone else. It's very easy now at the holidays to compare to what other people are doing for holiday cards or decorations or you name it, and there's something to have mom guilt or shame or embarrassment about, right? So so pick, pick your poison. Which one do you resonate with the most? And then really it's about taking a look at that, being aware of it, and and recognizing your thoughts around it. Because the sneakier ones, it's harder to see your thoughts. You have to be very curious and very open-minded to say, hmm, 
why did I think that? Or how did I get to this point, right? Especially if you're, if you're saying, oh, I'm not good enough because of XYZ or this person sent their holiday cards and I didn't send any this year. Again, sometimes it could be clearer than other times, but the point is first recognizing that it's happening. And I wish I remembered, I had an example of this recently, and this is why I'm doing this episode and I can't remember the example, but after I thought about it for a while and I was curious, I was like, wow, that's crazy how how sneaky it can be, how hidden it can be in our everyday thoughts, because we can really, just from from all different things, right? Conditioning from society and the world around us, it could be something that happened years ago and we just kind of filed that in our brain and then use it as a reasoning, right? So if one of your parents or relatives or someone at a holiday party, we'll stick with the holiday theme, if they say, oh, well, we didn't do that when we were kids or you didn't need to do that when you were a kid, that kind of thing. Okay, that's a clear external one that's happening right in the moment, which you can react to in different ways. But then I I do believe we file it away and we bring that up again later to compare ourselves or to diminish ourselves in some way. So even if someone says something like that and I get mad in the moment, there's a lot of times when I when I still hold on to it and then I use it against myself later. And then I'm thinking, well, wait, that's crazy. Why am I doing that? So those are the kinds of things that can happen. And I've been practicing to just be more and more aware of that. And once you're aware of it, you can find the ways that you want to work through it. Because again, it's it's not necessarily we're totally getting rid of mom guilt, but there are ways that you can work through the emotions faster, recognize it for what it is, and do something about it. So the thing that I like to do is replace it with something that's uplifting and positive and true, something that I am doing well. And I do think it's a lot harder for us sometimes to recognize those things and to voice them and say, hey, I'm doing a good job on this or that, or pat ourselves on the back because humans are just so conditioned to focus on the negative things. And it could be something small. It it doesn't have to be something big. Like, okay, well, you know what? I picked my kids up early one day this week because I really wanted to spend a little extra quality time with them because we haven't gotten that lately. Or I had to be away for a trip and that made me really sad, but I found a creative way to leave them little notes or something so that they were excited each morning when they got up and I was still a part of their day, right? There's things like that that you can recognize and and replace the negative things with so that you can, again, be more focused on the positive, be more focused on the uplifting, but not just positive for the sake of being positive, although that has a time and a place too. This is really about recognizing the things that you are doing well. Because every day, all day long, other people or even yourself can point out the things that you're not doing well or the things that you want to improve. And I mean, even to be fair, this podcast is about something to improve, but I'm hopeful that it's something to improve in a way that brings more ease and joy to your life, right? It's really about how can you change something that 
helps you in the future? And how can you change something in a way that helps you to recognize recognize who you are as a person and what a great job you are doing? Because you need to be able to recognize that for yourself. It's great if other people recognize it too. It's great if they say that to you and they point it out and they say, you're doing a great job. You are a great parent. That doesn't happen so often, right? The more important thing is, how are you doing that for yourself? How are you congratulating yourself on the great job that you're doing? How are you taking those little wins that seem inconsequential but really add up to so much? How are you taking those and valuing them and giving voice to them in a way that helps you along in your day? And yeah, how can you keep that light on with yourself by staying positive in this way? And how can you keep that light on in yourself by celebrating your accomplishments, recognizing when things feel off and changing course? All it takes sometimes is those little shifts to get us through. And this is one of those things, really being aware of mom guilt, being aware of those times when you feel ashamed or embarrassed and saying, hey, no, that's not how I want to feel. We're not doing that today, (laughs) okay? No time for mom guilt today. This is what we're doing instead. We're recognizing that you got through the morning and got them to school on time. Or you pick them up early and had a special snack with them. Or you sat and gave extra cuddles on the couch for a few minutes after a really long, hard day when your brain felt like mush and you didn't want to do anything. But you know what? You showed up and you gave the extra love to your kids. And those are the things to celebrate. Those are the things to to shut out the mom guilt with and shift to a higher vibration, really. You're really shifting to a higher vibration when you cut out that noise and you focus in a new way that is more uplifting and more in alignment, in alignment with our true selves, which is so much more connected to love and divinity than it is to anything negative. That is is not our highest self. The, The negativity is not our highest self. So how can you replace that? with the things that bring more love and bring more healing and bring more softness and tenderness. All right. I got a little bit heated in all that, but oh, I feel so passionate about this. And I really hope that if you are dealing with mom guilt, that this is a way that can help you through and at least bring you an awareness and help you recognize that, hey, you can change this and you can do something different. And as with anything else, when we are trying to improve and shift and change things to be better and more uplifting in a way, we will also have the setbacks. Please do not compare and judge yourself on, oh, I had this big plan and now today I had a terrible day and I did XYZ that I'm really not proud of. That happens. You just pick up, you repair, you recover, you continue on. and. It's all part of life, okay? It's all part of life. So I hope you enjoyed this episode. I hope you found it helpful. If you ever want to reach out to me, please feel free to message me. I'm on Instagram and I'm also on LinkedIn. All of the links are in the show notes. If you have a friend that 
you've talked to about mom guilt or you know is also going through it, please feel free to share this episode. It's really the best way for this podcast to be heard. Every single listen means so much to me. I am so grateful that you are here and thank you so much for taking the time. Okay, love you lots. Have a great week.